G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. We're your ears. That's what you hear with. Once you've heard something, that's where you're going to either disobey or you're going to obey. Mm. And if you've heard things and you've disobeyed it, basically you have walked an unrighteous path. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Over the last couple of programs, we've begun learning about bond slaves, how you become one, and why it's so important and significant in respects to piercing of the ears of a bond slave against the door. Now, we were talking about the door in our last program, but uh, today we're going to continue the study and ask the question, why ears? Yeah, and it's it's actually very fascinating. I mean, you can understand completely uh, the piercing aspect of it because... Jesus was pierced for us. You can understand the doors because he was hung on on a cross. Mm-hmm. So on the timber, timber of yeah. the door represents Jesus as the door and the, and the timber that he was, you know, hung on. So you can get all of that. But what's with the earlobe? Well, there are a couple of places in the Old Covenant that has to do with earlobes and it has to do with the priests in the temple and it has to do with the lepers. And this is kind of interesting because you think, well, I never really thought that there was much of a connection between yeah. the priests and the lepers because the the priests were holy. They were consecrated to God. Uh, they did service in the temple. They were really quite high up in in Jewish society. They were revered. They were respected. They were the ones to present the oracles of God and teach the people and be the go-between, this intermediary between the people and God. And then you've got lepers. And, I mean, do you know what the symbolism is of of leprosy? Well, I've always understood it as representing sin. Yeah, yeah. And so you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, the the priests, okay, they're human beings, so they're sinful people, Mm -hmm. but they had to be consecrated daily doing sacrifices for themselves so that God would always see them as pure and clean because they're mm. representatives of him before the people. So so what's this thing with earlobes, with priests and leprosy, yeah. which is a, symbol, a symbolism of sin? Well, in Leviticus chapter 8, goes into great detail about the consecration of the priests. And it says this in verse 23 to 24. It says, Moses slaughtered it, that is the ram, and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron, he's the high priest, his right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. And he also had Aaron's sons come near and Moses put some of the blood on the lobe of their right ear and on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot. Then Moses sprinkled the rest of the blood around the altar. And you kind of go, weird. (laughs) And then Leviticus chapter 14, verses 1 and 4, it says, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leprous person for the day of his cleansing. The priest shall command them to take for him who is to be cleansed two live clean birds and cedar wood and scarlet yarn and hyssop. Now, remember scarlet yarn? Mm -hmm. Scarlet yarn is the color of blood. And hyssop, 
Hyssop was actually the herb used to put the blood of the lamb shed at Passover yeah. on the doorposts and lintels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you now you've got yeah. Passover in your in your <laughs> brain. Well, with that in mind, let me read some of these verses in Leviticus 14. We'll read from verse 14. It says, The priest shall take some of the blood of the guilt offering, and the priest shall put it on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest shall take some of the measure of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand and dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and sprinkle some oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And some of the oil that remains in his hand the priest shall put on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot on top of the blood of the guilt offering and the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed Thus the priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. Now, I can't. we don't have time to go into what the oil represents, but if you have a look anywhere in Scripture, the <laughs> oil represents the Holy Spirit, yep. Okay, who is just this all-invasive, amazing person who indwells us to give guidance and, and comfort and counsel and correction and conviction, all those wonderful things. Okay, you've got the priests who've now got blood on their right earlobes, their right thumbs, and on their right big toe. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the leprous person, this mm. leprous person, this disease that is this insidious, horrible disease that literally just eats a person away, yeah. which represents sin. Mm-hmm. And now he's got blood on his right earlobe, his right thumb, and on yeah. his right big so, but toe. This is a leper that's being cleansed. So this is as he's sort of, I guess, coming out of his leprous state in a sense, isn't it? Well, this is what he's coming before the priest for. He's mm. coming before God. He's going to the priest because he wants to be cleansed from this disease because it's going to kill him. Mm. You know, leprosy. You remember, like, in, you don't remember. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> but in those days, if somebody got leprosy, that was it. They mm. were in exile. I've seen Ben Hur, so I was kind of there. Oh, you were kind of there. <laughs> but they would have to, any time they travelled somewhere, mm. if they came near anybody, they'd have to call out unclean, unclean. Yeah. They lived in leper colonies because they couldn't be with their family anymore because it was a contagious disease mm. in that day and age. So it was a death sentence. You got leprosy, it was all over. So you come before God to the priest because you want to be cleansed of this thing that is literally eating your life away. Yeah. But here's the thing, why earlobes, why right thumbs, and why big toes? And again, this is some research that I was not done by me. I will not lay claim to this. This was I got this article, I read it on a website called One for Israel, and there's some sensational articles and great information on that website. Great ministry. Now, remember we talked about Judaism being very practical. It's very literal. We tend to read everything and see that there's spiritual significance, and there is. However, if Scripture said that God instructed his people, put the blood on the right earlobe, the right thumb, and the right big toe, then it went on the earlobe, the thumb, and the toe. That's exactly what they did. It was very practical. And here's the thing. If it's our thumb, you know, it's with our hands that our deeds are done. It's with our hands that we commit sin, that we do the wrong thing. Or it's with our hands that we do the right thing, that we do good deeds. Yeah. It's our, Without your big toe, you know, you don't have much balance. And when you walk, that's where your direction is. It's with your foot that you're going to go to do righteous things or you're going to go and do unrighteous things. That's determines your life's direction. With your ears, that's what you hear with. 
once you've heard something, that's where you're going to either disobey or you're going to obey. Mm. So if you've lived a life that has led you into sin and your actions have been sinful and you've gone in a direction that is sinful and if you've heard things and you've disobeyed it, then basically you have walked an unrighteous path. You path you are guilty of sin and you need cleansing. And so that is why the earlobe, the thumb and the big toe had to be cleansed so that you would hear and obey, that you would use your hands for righteous deeds and you would go in the direction that God wants you to go. Mm. That was true for the priest. It was also true for the leper. The priest had a job to do and his part this this ritual was about his consecration being set apart for God and his service. For the leper, this was to be set free from this disease, this thing that had enslaved him and was taking his life. Mm. Okay, so now for the spiritual side of this, because this is the physical practical outworking of the physical role of the priest and the physical life cleansing of the leper, but that's all very well for, for then. What about for you and I? There yeah. is a spiritual application, and we don't have to go and put a drop of blood on our earlobes, our fingers, and our toes. But the spiritual significance of this is that we were a slave to sin. We've said this before. Before you come to faith in Christ, you are a slave. Mm-hmm. You're already a slave to sin, to death, and to destruction. But through the blood of Christ, we're no longer slaves any more to sin and the consequences of sin, but we're now free in Christ. And because of what he's done, we go, oh, I don't want to leave this. Yeah. I want to be a bond slave, like Paul said, and I'm going to bear in my body the stigma, the marks of whatever it's going to cost me because he's worth everything. And it's going to cause me to walk in the direction that he wants me to walk so that my life's direction will be sanctified and consecrated. I'm going to listen to what he tells me and I'm going to follow his instructions and I'm going to obey him so that I can please him in what I do. And while I'm doing it, my hands are going to do righteous deeds. They're going to be cleansed of what I used to do and they're now going to belong to him. It's a fascinating study, and as always, you can check out the the notes for more details on our website at vision.org.au slash foundations. In the next program, we're going to be examining whether Isaiah 53 is talking about the Messiah or the Jewish people as a collective whole. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 